Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trainer Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This is... Are you right there? Yeah. <laughs> Just looking at a tweet. Oh, okay. Uh, this week, we are going to be... I mean, Karen is back. Oh, she's loving it. She is back, and she is back with a vengeance on the, on the Disney Parks blog. But we're also going to be talking about, uh, obviously, what Disney has announced for the reopening of the parks. And uh, we, we must apologize to Dom for a second week in a row. Um, his episode, <laughs> we have a guest that's coming on next week, uh, which we actually recorded two weeks ago. No, last weekend, but it will be two weeks ago by the time his episode goes out. Timey wimey. Yes. <laughs> so next week we have a, a guest on the show because we had to pre-record shows because of a baby arriving timey wimey um but this week because the parks re-announced announced that they're going to be reopening even still early it's too it's too early <laughs> i was up quizzing with the after dark network until one o'clock last night <laughs> wow one night one am blimey yeah <laughs> so yes we're going to be talking about the the phased reopening of the parks and also turning to karen our favorite on what what she thinks about the parks reopening. I'm sure she's got a lot to say, Ryan. She's, sure she's a very a vocal gal. I'm sure she's got a lot to say, and I'm sure it's all very insightful. I'm sure it is. Sure we it haven't is. read the comments, so <laughs> it could be interesting. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us, and when we're brave enough to listen, and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Okay. I mean, you oh, might have to turn off that Snapchat filter because every time, every time I look over, it's just weird. It's great, though, isn't it? I mean, it's a great filter. It's a great filter. It's a little bit weird when I sort of like I'm looking at the article and then I suddenly turn and you're there with a baby Yoda strapped to your chest. Yeah, we've, I've got like an incredible um, snap filter on that basically attaches. Uh, the child, or I should I should make it clear, Baby Yoda slash the child um, is in a little basket like attached to my chest. <laughs> and the best thing happened yesterday, right? So I turned around, um, and Donna Donna was kind of next to me. She could see the screen, but people couldn't see her. I turned around, and he like attached away from my chest and was next to me, but wasn't moving around like this. Had his eyes shut, like he was asleep. So it looked like it, like did, he did attach himself just to go for a little nap. Not more. It's almost like it. It's not going to do it now, but it was incredible. 
See, he's moving about quite a lot, isn't he? This morning, isn't he? He's, you know, wanting to know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what right. I can't do these days. No, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, Disney have, re- uh, have announced that they're going to be reopening. Mm. <laughs> lot, a lot later than Universal. A lot, lot later than Universal. So, Universal are opening publicly on the 5th of June. All Disney World are reopening publicly on the 11th of July, mm. which is, uh, you know, obviously around about six weeks later. Yeah, uh, so it's a fair gap, isn't it, considering, mm. um, you know, they obviously, they lock down at the same, they, they sh- shut up shop at the same time, didn't they? Pretty much the same time. They did, yeah. So you've got Magic Kingdom and Disney's Animal Kingdom opening on the uh, July 11th. And Disney's Hollywood Studios and Epcot opening on July the 15th. I think it's quite interesting. Mm. I'm not surprised about Magic, given that it's the, the, you know, the big main attraction. Animal Kingdom make, does make sense opening only because it's massive. Yeah. Um, Epcot and on Hollywood opening a little bit later is interesting. I, I'm assuming something to do with the fact that they are, I guess... Hollywood Studios is a bit of a compact park. You've got Star Wars there, yeah. which, which is obviously incredibly popular still, given Rise of the Resistance. And I'm assuming Epcot is 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 in that list because, I mean, they're probably going to have to figure out how to put a load of Americans in World Showcase, which has happened before, but it's going to look weird. I don't know what you were. <laughs> well, all of the cultural exchange program ended. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. I see what you're saying. Right. So you're, you're going to walk into Japan and it's going to be like, hey, y'all. And you're like, I'm oh, sorry, what's going on? <laughs> Unless they're going to do some incredibly racist accents. Is this 1944? What's, why are you in Japan? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, presumably they're not going to be getting in, any of them back yet. I wouldn't um, think. Well, I, don't, I mean, a lot of the countries are still stopping international travel, so I can't see mm. how they're going to be able to get people in, trained. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, it is interesting because obviously Epcot is quite a big open park, really, isn't it? Like yes. quite wide walkways. I don't know what it's like at the front at the moment. Obviously, with all the work going on, maybe the maybe with the construction walls are a little bit more compact than they usually would be. Um, it wasn't too bad in um, October. Right. Okay. November, November actually. Um, I mean, what's interesting is so I actually had a conversation with um, Tom of WDW News Today. Oh yeah, on um, Disney Parks and Beyond last week, which I don't know if it's. I think it's gone out now, um, but what, it was quite interesting. I'm not going to get into the uh, the ins and outs of it, but he was saying, you know, they've started work on Epcot. Basically, they can't now stop. Um, yeah, you know, the construction, the, bro- the ground has been broken on the majority of it. So, in terms of like, you know, because obviously Disney are going to be wanting to save money wherever they can now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But in terms of actually stopping work at Epcot, there's not really anything that they can do. No, I mean, considering you know, that whole sort of, um, I can't remember what they call that area where you've got like um, festival area. They, they you know, in the yeah, middle, that's sort of yeah. Have to go ahead. Play I mean, that's all like completely torn up at the moment, isn't it? So, yeah. Play Pavilion's going to have to go ahead. Um, the only thing that I thought wouldn't go ahead was Spaceship Earth, um, but yeah. It, 
it does. I mean, obviously, it says closed for refurbishment, and people were kicking off about that this week. But it's always said that since they closed. So when they when they first closed, you know, wherever we were back in March or or whatever it was, Spaceship Earth said it was closed for refurbishment. Then whether or not Disney are going to be reopening Spaceship Earth and her just doing some patchwork on it, I don't know. Um, But it remains to be seen. To be honest, yeah, I'm hoping they go ahead, but. Equally, I don't want them to be inserting Disney stuff into the attraction, which it seems like they're going to be doing. So again, chatting to Tom, the the manta ray from Moana is going to is going to be featuring by the looks of it. They're also he's heard that they're going to be adding the lanterns from Tangled into a certain scene. Okay, Apparently it's going to be subtle, right? Yeah, but it's still going to be there, um, and also. And what else is here? They're replacing the Egyptian pharaoh with a woman, um, which seems okay. seems a little bit odd, given that that weren't other than kind of like Cleopatra, there weren't an awful lot of women women pharaohs to my knowledge. Yeah, um, you don't hear a lot about you don't hear many of them, do you? No, I mean maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there were, but it seems to be like that's a bit of an odd change. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean. <clears throat> It's going to be interesting because obviously that's like a big, it's a, it's a very big project that, isn't it? To essentially gut, gut what's already there and then rebuild, um, yeah. you know, uh, rebuild need, from I scratch, need, basically. It does need doing. It does need doing. It really, it does need doing. Um, but you could easily see it as being one of the projects that they could, can, considering they've only recently, it, it, it was only due to close in, in May, wasn't it? Late May. Mm. Um, so you could understand it, and I guess obviously, like if they, if it was due to close in late May, then they would have already done all the planning work for it. So that's obviously already a big investment that they would have had to have done um, ahead of actually closing the ride. So I mean, maybe maybe you know the, the fact that they haven't actually physically started doing anything doesn't look like looks to us like they could cancel it. But then I suppose maybe if they did cancel it, they would um, lose a lot of work already. I mean, yeah, the structural. Not that they could, you know, they could just go back to that, couldn't they? But yeah, yeah the structural integrity of that of that ride is shot to bits. Hmm. You know, it is leaking. It is old. Like it broke down every single time um, I went on it. Oh really? And I went on it quite a bit in October 11th <laughs> because I, I thought it might well be the last time. Yeah. Um. And who that who they're going to get to replace Judy Dench is going to be interesting. Um. Hmm. My money is on on someone equally as as high standing, maybe British. Um, not sure. I think if you're going American, the only other alternative is someone like Tom Hanks or Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine Morgan Freeman doing it? it would be absolutely <laughs> incredible, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, it would be incredible. Maybe Nicolas Cage. <laughs> oh no. That, I mean, that would just have to be a joke one, wouldn't it? They just they just put that one on April Fools. You've got to thank the Phoenicians for the A B C D. He's going to see the entire alphabet like he does in the film. E F G. <laughs> Is that just going through? Maybe maybe they had a nice nice little um, um, Transylvanian scene into the mix, and he's just you just hear him go. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I mean, they would have to introduce some kind of B scene, wouldn't they? Yeah, not the bees, not the bees. <laughs> oh, it. <laughs> please, I mean, 
I'm not I'm not for adding IP into the mix, but if you if you want to do like a history of Nicolas Cage movies, that's fine. Well, it's like the great movie ride. Yeah, but it's a great Nicolas Cage ride. Incredible, wouldn't it? Absolutely incredible. Somebody should open that up in in whatever hometown he whatever his hometown is. Yeah, they absolutely need to do that, and please Disney sponsor it. So. Yeah, so those are when the parks are reopening. Obviously, fantastic to see them reopening. In terms of, I mean, Dan and I have obviously got a trip planned for September, which is looking very unlikely at this point. I mean, A, yeah. a we don't know how the hell they're, they're going to be monitoring attendance here. You're having to pre-book yeah. um, tickets and things. I do know about Universal, though, that obviously they are limiting attendance. Mm-hmm. as well as disney are but if you have a room booked at a universal resort you are guaranteed entry into the parks oh okay that's interesting so they are prior prioritizing people that have hotel reservations right okay which makes sense and i assume disney will do the same yeah i mean i think um i think disney have said because they haven't released their reservation system i don't think yet um no because they've can't they've been cancelling reservation all dining reservations and fast passes are being cancelled yeah but i I think they said they're going to prioritize people that have already got tickets or something i was a bit it was a bit unclear because they were sort of saying that i don't think you can book i don't think you can currently book new resort stays or tickets at the moment Um, but i think they said anyone that's already got a reservation is going to get like priority access i think I think they said that. Which makes maybe, sense. Talk, uh, maybe talking out my ass. But they may not have said that in the blog post, but I think I've, I've heard something similar as well. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Sometimes it's hard to see what is um, what is true and what's not. Sometimes when you see stuff on social media, isn't it? So what have we got here? So yeah, that's that's kind of what's happening with the parks. Um, Obviously, they're adding in social distancing. They're adding in uh, the fact that all guests have to wear masks, which I'm assuming a lot of the Karens in the comments are going to be talking about. Um, cashless transactions are being recommended. Cleaning and disinfecting, uh, obviously, has been increased. Um, so all of that is is kind of happening as you would expect. Um, Disney Vacation Club Resorts at Walt Disney World will reopen to members and guests, and Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground will begin to reopen on June the 22nd. Disney's Vacation Club Resorts in Vero Beach, Florida, and Hilton Head, South Carolina, will also open to members and guests starting on June 15th. So they are starting to reopen stuff. Personally, I think all of this is too soon, much much like I do with all of the UK government's um, recommended opening and has nothing to do with the fact that Dominic Cummings is still in government. Anyway, let's move on. (laughs) So I think it's really positive. Um, Obviously Universal have also announced that hotels are reopening soon as well. I do have a uh, a press release in my inbox from Universal on that. Let me just open that up. Um, There we go. Beginning June the 2nd, select Universal Orlando Resort Hotels will reopen to guests. The reopening of hotels will be carefully managed and phased and includes a wide range of new and enhanced best practice health, safety and hygiene procedures. Uh, The phased reopening of hotels will include Hard Rock, uh, Lowe's Rural Pacific, Lowe's Sapphire Falls, 
Cabana Bay, Aventura Hotel and Endless Summer Resort, Surfside Inn and Suites. Guests staying in these hotels will be able to visit the theme parks on June 3rd and 4th, prior to the public reopening on June 5th. Plans for Lowe's Portofino Bay and Endless Summer Resort, Dockside Inn and Suites will be announced at a later time. Guests who have booked reservations at these two hotels uh, through Universal Orlando or Universal, Universal Parks and Resort Vacations will be contacted to modify their reservation if it has been affected. Universal's resort hotels co-owned and operated by Lowe's and enhanced their standards and protocols throughout their operations. Um, these enhancements currently include guest team members and vendors are required to wear face coverings in public areas, also required to have temperature checks upon arrival, those with temperatures of 100.4 degrees or greater will not be allowed to work. Guests will be asked to self-screen for COVID symptoms and comply with quarantine orders prior to arrival. Again, um, any guest above that temperature that I just mentioned will require medical clearance in order to enter the hotel. Hand sanitizer has been introduced, enhanced cleaning of guest rooms, meeting rooms, etc., etc. Uh, same, same for like um, high touch areas. Food and beverage outlet capacity is limited based on latest recommendations and guidelines. Social distancing signs and reminders um, are all high traffic areas. Several contactless experiences for guests, including hotel texting services, express checkout and contact, contactless room deliveries. So that is what Universal are doing. Um, Sounds, um, did they say something about like, obviously temperature checks before you come into the hotel, is it? Uh, that was for staff. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was thinking, like, I, I'm sure. I, I think it was Universal that seemed to say that if you go off, you know, if you if you go into the parks, um, then you won't be checked again when you come back. But obviously, if you've been off site or something like that, then they'll check you again, um, yes. or something along those lines. Um, but you think it makes you wonder, like, if they check you before you go into the hotel and you're halfway through your stay, and then you test positive with a high temperature. What are you supposed to do? Isolate in uh, Universal for two weeks. Because, <laughs> you know, well, that's the thing. Are they going to let you back into the hotel? Because if you're part, if you're part way through your stay and, you know, you don't live locally. I'm sure that's going to be a very few amount of cases that they probably take. They probably got procedures for. Yeah. Don't want to share that information because it's going to be such a small amount of people that that applies to. Yeah, they send you down to the basement, to the boiler room. Woody Woodpecker comes out with a shotgun. Ha 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 ha! Or probably better fitting that he has a machine gun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that would fit better with his laugh, wouldn't it? Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I haven't, haven't revealed anything regarding that. Yeah. Uh, but let's get into some of these comments because I think. What's going, to, um, what's going to be interesting is what Karen's got to say on this. And Disney Parks blog has become our new favourite place to find these Karens. <laughs> what's so, your, which one are you starting with? I'm, just, I'm starting nearest to oldest on um, the, the phase reopening. Mm, okay. Which is probably going to be um, the only place that we spend time today, given that there's 112 comments. And I'm sure <laughs> they're all going to be hilarious. <clears throat> okay, first one from Karen. I'm a Canadian resident who is supposed <laughs> hey buddy, who is supposed to be tra- I really shouldn't do that on this show. <laughs> I really shouldn't. I do apologize. I love Canadians. The Celia is my favorite restaurant. 
Canada is one of my favorite places in World Showcase. Um, yeah, I, mean, I don't have any Canadian friends to fall that uh, fall back on as the fact that that wasn't outrageous. Um, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be so mean about uh, about the Canadians. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, pal. I'm a Canadian resident who is supposed to travel to Disney in August. I've been told that Disney will not refund or credit my park tickets as they are 100% non-refundable. This is ridiculous. The borders are still closed and, and there is a pandemic, good spelling, um, in the world. How is this fair? How can I get my park tickets extended to a future date? Don't know, Karen. Haven't they already said that the park ticket, maybe that's just for the UK, but haven't they said that the park tickets... Um... I mean, certainly for the ones, because obviously I was due to go in May. Yes. <clears throat> obviously that was cancelled. Yeah. Um, so our park tickets that we bought were obviously valid for this year, but they've extended them until uh, September, I think, next year. that You mm. can use them up till now. Um, I'm assuming that applies to Canadian tickets as well. Like, well, I mean, I mean I maybe, should... maybe it's just for the UK. I'm not sure. I should say that Disney are supposed to be revealing additional plans for UK visitors today. Uh, that is Monday, the 1st of June. Right. Okay. Um, so, so as soon as this article goes, as soon as this post goes out, this blog, vlog, I can't you even know, talk. You know, it is a recording. Dan. Well, I don't know where I am. <laughs> yeah, as soon as this article goes out, that I'm, that I'm, talking. <laughs> that I'm talking, I'm dictating. You're writing this up, right? That's, that's how this works. <laughs> Walt Disney world. Stop. Reopening plans. Stop. Take a ladder. Yeah, you're... Um, that was supposed to be a telegraph noise. By yeah, the way. I was going to say you're using the telegram system, right? To, yeah. to get this out to the masses. That wasn't supposed to be a mid-90s rave. <laughs> but yeah, so apparently that's, that's happening this week. In terms of like you and I making a decision, I think it will partially be based on, on that advice. Um, but hopefully, you know, we should be able to move our trip. Uh, even if we can't do Halloween Horror Nights, we should be able to move it maybe, maybe to early next year. Uh, yes, I mean, I think I think Virgin um, Virgin Holidays, who we're booked with, um, are letting you rearrange yeah. up until September, I think, of next year. Yep. Um, so hopefully, um, Karen, actually, that is a fair question that Disney will be able to sort out for you. Um, Next one is from uh, Karen. I'm very disappointed in the changes. We spend every Thanksgiving at Disney World. Oh, I've got money, see? <laughs> and this, why would you go to Disney World every Thanksgiving, the busiest time of the year? It is curious, isn't it? Utter mentalists. It's very odd. Uh, we spend every Thanksgiving at Disney World, and this was supposed to be my two granddaughters and my nephew's first trip. Based on what we have received from Disney, I don't know that this year is going to be worth the trip. No parades, no shows, no character experience, no fast passes, no dining plan, no magic hours equals no magic. <laughs> okay. okay. I don't see the point of staying in the resort based on the changes for 2020. Is Disney going to adjust the prices to make up, the, up for the watered down Six Flags-like experience? When you take away the things I listed above, all that's left are the rides. I don't mind the mask or temperature screenings or any of that, but when you take away the rest, it's no longer worth the cost. That's fine to be like, that's fine. If you don't think it's worth the cost, I don't necessarily disagree. And I do find it a bit frustrating that Disney aren't adjusting the prices. I do kind of understand that. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, no praise, no shows. I mean, I guess that you know they they make sense because obviously it draws a crowd. No yeah. character experience, obviously very close contact. I think they have said that there's still going to be characters in the parks. Yeah. Um, they just won't be doing meet and greets, basically. Yeah. Um, I mean, no fast passes is a bit of a weird one to say because <clears throat> the idea is that it's limited limited capacity, and so surely there won't be a need for fast passes anyway. Well, there's yeah, um, there's, there's that, and I think that the I've heard that Disney are planning on using the fast pass lines. Yeah. as a way of socially distancing in, in queues. Yeah, which, I mean, I think that's the reason why they've got rid of it, because they yeah. need the extra space for the queues. Which makes sense. You know, it does yeah. make sense. And I think, you know, as much as... I think, you know, it's frustrating for US guests. Imagine anyone travelling from the UK, Karen, who have saved for two to three years and are potentially going in, say, August, September of this year, where flights may well be running as well, um, and who are going to be without all of this and paying thousands upon thousands of pounds for what essentially is going to be an experience that A, is going to be significantly reduced, and B, they're not guaranteed to get into the parks every day. And that's yeah, the I biggest think, thing. I think that's, that's what we need to find out from Disney, really, isn't it? Because obviously in the US, I don't, I don't know what the, I can't remember what the longest ticket you can book is in the US, but obviously for us, we can book like three a weeks. week, two weeks, three weeks. Yeah. Um, pay for a 21-day ticket. And you can only get in for say three days. Yeah, that doesn't matter if you're staying on property or not. You've paid for that twenty-one day ticket. Um, I think that's the question that UK people have, and, and rightfully have. I think I don't. I don't see. It doesn't matter if you're staying on resort or not. If you've paid for Disney tickets, I yeah. think what are they going to do about that? Is the key question from the UK. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like they can obviously. It's the Universal have said that they you know prioritise people that are staying in the resorts, but I mean Disney has so many resorts. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's not just people that are staying on resort, as you say, people that don't stay on resort, they still have tickets. Um, there's, you know, thousands of people that want to get in. We don't know what the um, limited capacity is at the moment. They haven't said. Um, they not have that they... I believe that they're prioritizing people that have already bought tickets. Um, yeah. And they've stopped new ticket sales, I think. Yeah, but obviously you think the, the amount of people, like every... Well, I suppose, I suppose the thing is a lot of people have probably moved their trips, but there still must be like thousands of people that have got tickets. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. You think they can't, they can't let everyone in because they've, whatever their limits are, um, they can't potentially let everyone in. Um, that's, that's why it's kind of interesting that it, you know, the fact that they're opening on the 11th of July with only two parks, it obviously puts more pressure on those two parks for people that, you know, want to go as soon as they possibly can. Yeah, it puts, it puts more strain on those parks. Obviously, they're limited by capacity, but you know. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, Karen says, "I've been a DVC member for over nineteen years." They like to flaunt that, don't they? Yeah, CVD DVC or um, annual pass, isn't it? It's always the, it's always the same people, and I've been to Walt Disney World so many times, I've lost count. <laughs> another another sort of like, <laughs> yeah. look at me, aren't I great? Look, yeah, look at me, how much money I've got. I spent over $25,000, here we go, to purchase DVC, as well as $1,200 a year in maintenance fees, all of which I pay happily for the privilege of being able to go to the place my family and I love the most in the world. I understand these are uncharted times, but to find out that I cannot purchase tickets for a vacation until annual pass holders make park reservations is utterly ridiculous. Oh, they're outraged, aren't they? They're Oof. outraged that annual pass holders have been given more of a priority. It's like a little bit of a civil war going on in the Disney annual yeah. pass holders versus DVC. 
Also, if you're a DBC member and you haven't got an annual pass, you're, you're probably missing out, aren't you? It is a bit weird, but I suppose, well, it depends how many points you've got and all that sort of stuff, doesn't it, as to whether, well, how many if, times a year you can go. Let's, let's put it this way, Karen. If you spent $25,000 and you're only going for two or three nights a year, you've been yeah. had. <laughs> you've been had. <laughs> I booked my trip long ago, which will be for my wife and I both the first time to Walt Disney World on our own since we had children as well as a delayed 25 anniversary trip. Cruise cancelled because of COVID-19. My family and I have so much more invested in Disney than a simple annual pass holder. <laughs> I feel disregarded by the one place that I spend more money and leisure time than anywhere other than my home. I hope these comments are being monitored by Walt Disney World guest relations. Yeah, they're not. Um, because I want to not only be heard, but have someone explain to me why DVC members who invested in your resort and continue to have been marginalised. I am unhappy about this plan, but I will always love Walt Disney World. There you go. That's why they, 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 mug, they mug you over, Karen. Because you're, you're unhappy, but you're still going to pay them the money. So they don't care. Yeah. I like how it's, I feel disregarded by the one place I spend more money and leisure time. That, I mean, that does sound like he should be an annual pass holder. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's the, it's the one place where he spends his time. Uh, the next one says, I'm a DVC member. I've been reading many different insights into this reopening, disappointed by some, encouraged by others. I've read people saying that it's not very Disney-like to have to wear masks. <laughs> to this, I say Disney is about family. Families protect each other, and that is what Disney is trying to do. Protect the cast members and those that attend the park, the greater family. God. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's a reasonable, you know, they're making a fair point. I, mean, I, mean, yeah, I, I, th I thought they were going to have a go at the masks. So far, this is looking positive. Yeah, yeah. People need to realise that the mask is meant to protect those that are around you from any germs, viruses that you have. Again, an attempt at family values. Other people in the family needing protection. Masks don't prevent, prevent infection. They only work as part of a greater prevention plan if all those around you are wearing them. To those that feel that wearing a mask will aggravate an existing condition, uh, COPD, asthma, and other breathing disorders. The CDC puts you in a risk group and you should be protecting yourself from exposure. And therefore, this is not the best time to attend the parks. Oh, this person's very sensible. So yeah, far. It was exactly what we were saying the last time we were reading the Karens, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm encouraged by people embracing this policy. This is the, a learning curve for Disney. There is no playbook for this, nor an example to follow. Disney is creating on the fly. Well, it kind of feels like they're just borrowing from Universal, to be honest. Yeah, a little bit. They're just like slightly improving it by actually having a reservation system. Yeah. Patience is needed in every aspect. People ask about July, August and September. Not even a weather reporter can predict accurately what is happening tomorrow, let alone two to three months from now. Let the parks open to discover what happens. Let's all hope, pray, believe and wish upon a star that there is a smooth opening and the restrictions do not last long. That largely depends on your president, unfortunately. Um, yeah look after each other stay healthy and think of family did you see yesterday just on a completely separate tangent did you unlike, see unlike very unlike this podcast <laughs> did you see the spacex launch yesterday yes yeah we i was watching it on the bbc and it cut to trump doing a speech about it and I mean, maybe they cut the first bit of the speech, but he didn't actually say, like, well done to NASA and all that sort of stuff and SpaceX. He basically was just spouting on about his Space Force. 
and he was just like, you know, we got the Space Force in. Um, it was tough. It was tough to get it through, but we did it. We did it. Um, you know, Space Force is great. Basic, basically, he was just, you know, praising him. What Space Force got anything to do with that launch? No, it doesn't. It doesn't have anything to do with the launch. Even they, they, they even cut to like a scientist who was, you know, had some kind of involvement. And she, she was like, um, yeah, Space Force has nothing to do with this. <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all about NASA and Elon Musk, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Space Force, yeah. Space Force. Yeah. By the way, if anyone wants a fantastic spoof of uh, Trump's government, please do watch Space Force on Netflix. Oh, is it called the same thing, is it? It's called Space Force, yeah. <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> uh, it's got Steve Corral as the, the kind of main character. And there's a couple of politicians or spoof politicians in it that right. are absolutely based on real people. <laughs> you've got um uh someone in it is based on um i think her name is is it cortez the the young latino new new york um congresswoman uh i don't i don't know her to be fair. always kind of like spouts off against trump and she's very right. good but they they someone whoever whoever portrays someone like her in the show has, has got her absolutely nailed <laughs> it's it's great john john markovich is in it as well from uh, oh okay okay nice he's one of the main characters <laughs> it's pretty, what, it's pretty what's that cool. on? is that uh, prime oh, okay netflix on netflix yeah it, it's it's kind of hit and miss there's good great moments and some moments that are a bit like eh, a bit cheesy but it's um if you're kind of into your hilarious u.s politics they've yeah. got it absolutely nailed <laughs> it basically starts by saying potus wants a space force and you're leading it and he's just like what <laughs> they don't mention Trump by name, but he's referred to as like POTUS throughout, and it's obviously Trump, right? Um, because they talk Lisa about Kudrow's him, like... in it as well. Sorry, Lisa Kudrow. Yes, they talk about her, um, him, um, like tweeting instructions to them rather than like having <laughs> meetings and things. So it's clearly Trump. Um, okay, so let's read a few more. Let's. Uh, from from um, Karen, actually. That last one wasn't really from Karen, was it? No, that was actually quite sensible. I'm gonna, that, that last one was actually from um, someone called George. George. Well done, George. So well, from you... now on, any sensible ones are from George. George, yeah. yeah. And that's not, that's not sexist, because sensible ones are from George. The no. ones are from Karen. It's just... It's just that person's name was genuinely George. Yeah. Now we're we're extending it out. And George is is a, a good, sensible British name, isn't it? Unless you're uh, a young prince who looks oh that prince. <laughs> what have you got, got against him? He's got a face, hasn't he? He's got a little smug face. No child should be that smug. <laughs> I'm not I mean you can I do, <laughs> I do find it funny that you can be you can be uh Angered by like a, I don't know how old he is, like four or five year old. <laughs> he's going to be trouble when he's older. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Put him in the tower now. Do you reckon? Do you reckon a bit of Harry's rubbed off on him? I don't think it's Harry. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think he's just a. He's born evil. That kid. <laughs> Damien S. All I'm saying is, if you could go back in time and take out Hitler, would you do it? Where did that come from? Same applies to George. Oh, I see. He's growing up to be evil, let me tell you. 
No one is that smug at four years old, Dan. Okay, okay. I'll take your word for that. <laughs> oh, dear. Where, where were we? Okay. Um, I adore all things Disney, but I'm disappointed at the way they're rolling things out. To remove fast pass and dining plans without having a replacement plan in place is inexcusable. Constantly changing information on the website, resorts were, op- uh, were to open 7-Eleven. That's 11th of the 7th for anyone yeah. that uses dates properly. That has been removed. Masks, masks three and up, now two, causes additional stress to an already stressful situation. I mean, I get, I get it. It's safety first. But trying to keep a mask on a two-year-old, I mean, good luck to you. There's no yeah, chance I mean- there. It's, that's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? There's no way a two-year-old's going to keep a mask on. She says. She says. Karen says resorts were to open on the seventh of the eleventh, eleventh um, of seventh, so eleventh of July. This has now been removed. I mean, it hasn't been removed. It's in the article. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what she's talking about. We have a last extended family trip planned, 10 of us, to honour parents' 50th anniversary, which was to include time at Walt Disney World, then a Disney cruise, and return to Walt Disney World for two last nights. The cruise was cancelled, and now we don't know if our, if our cruise nights, which we replaced with hotel stays, will actually be honoured. Don't know if our parents' 50th anniversary dinner will happen because they can't, cannot buy tickets, and we don't know of restaurant availability. We received our cruise cancellation email a full week after the press release. My fast passes have been removed, but no email. As a DVC member and annual pass holder, no, 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 no. I expected much, much better communication from Disney. I was so excited earlier this week. Now I'm rethinking the trip. You're still going to rebook it. So why don't, you know, <laughs> the only way Disney is going to change their ways is if you stop going to the, the park's blog and writing comments and all cancelling your trips. Yeah, yeah. I think it is bit, so many people just like, just like, what about my trip? What about my trip? It's kind of like, well, everyone's in the same boat, Karen. Yeah. Um, and you know, Disney. You know, they they they're, they're trying to get through a um a, a difficult time and, and work out what to do best. You know, for the best for for both their their staff and their guests. Um, it's it's kind of like to remove fast pass and dining plans without having a replacement plan is in places inexcusable. I mean, they do have a plan. They, yeah. they definitely yeah, they have a plan. They just haven't um, disclosed it yet. Yeah. They, they, I mean, they've literally said that, you know, dining plans, they've removed all the dining plans. They've cleared all the, they've, they've cleared the fast passes because as we say, they need the queues. They've cleared the dining reservations because I think obviously at such limited capacity, you know, they, they need to, they're not going to be able to honour all the dining reservations. So surely the only fair thing is clear everyone's and then well, let people rebook with the new system. Yeah, I, I do think that some people here do have a point in that that Disney seem to have released like half a plan here and what they, they should be very clear on. And, and mm. you know, people are spending thousands of dollars, thousands of pounds on these trips. They should have been very clear right from the start that we're cancelling fast passes, we're cancelling your dining plans. However, if you've got a free dining plan, I mean, this is being cancelled because it was free. If you pay for your dining plan, this is what's happening. If if you've got a trip here, here's what's happening with that trip. And I think they just needed to be a little bit clearer on exactly what was going on. They should have said, right, here's the reservation system we're introducing. This is how it's going to work. This is when you'll be able to use it. 
Um, here's how you're going to be able to get into the parks. We're pri prioritizing annual pass holders, maybe then DVC, then um, resorts days. They just needed to be a little bit clearer, I think. I, I do get it. People spend a lot of money on these trips, but equally, in Disney's defense, this has never happened before. I mean, the park's never been closed for long, longer than a few days. Um, yeah. and it's been closed for months. Yeah, exactly. I think like it might be a case of like some of the reservation systems aren't ready yet. Yeah, so they can't they can't I mean, show honest, it. The my Disney Experience app is like six, seven years in and it's still not ready. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I I think I, I know you say like they could I think particularly around the dining plan, I think they could have been a bit clearer. Um like particularly one thing that confused me was they I think they said they they're cancelling the dining plan if you've like if you got it free as part of your as part of your your resort stay um they said they they're taking it off but then i think they said you can then rebook and get 35% off your hotel stay yes but, but why do you need to rebook why don't they just give you 35% off your hotel stay because it's disney <laughs> that's what didn't seem to make sense to me because it's like okay well you're going to change my booking to take off the dining plan but then you can let me. You're going to let me rebook to get thirty five percent off. Yeah. Surely, if I rebook, I'm not necessarily going to get the dates that I already have booked. And, and well, did, well, that, in addition to the fact that it's probably more expensive anyway. Yeah, like that didn't seem to didn't seem to add up to me. No, no, <laughs> that doesn't seem to make sense. So it's a bit confusing. So yeah, I think you're right. I think they need to be a bit a bit clearer on certain things. Um, but I can also understand like some of their systems may not be ready yet to show what how they're going to do it just yet. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, that's why they've given themselves a six-week window as well, I think. And there's so many yeah. annual pass holders in Orlando and Florida that, you know, that, they are the test, basically. Oh, yeah, completely, because obviously a lot of people can't travel to the United States anyway. No. We, we can't travel. Europe can't travel. Um, I don't know where else they've blocked. I know they've recently blocked Brazil, haven't they? Um, and probably, uh, probably China is, is blocked. China! <laughs> um, but I don't know where else. No, I'm not sure. Um, let's read a few more. Just spent over 40 minutes on the phone to get disconnected. Since we can't book on not so scary Halloween tickets, does that mean that Magic Kingdom park hours will change to a full day since the ticket event is cancelled? It's not cancelled. I have heard it is going ahead. Uh, okay, that's interesting. Where have you heard that from? Yeah, rumor mill, not been officially confirmed. Oh, okay. But I've, okay. I've heard it's very much going ahead. Same as Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? They haven't said anything about those events as yet. Um, obviously, whether they will cancel, well, honest, I guess it will depend. What does Disney need to do to bring that event into play? Nothing. Oh yeah, I mean for for um for not so scary, it's minimal, isn't it? Because you know, I mean it's a whether the change. yeah, I mean whether but whether those things will be even happening. Well, because obviously, if if they've if they've stopped parades and shows in the parks, like the day to day ones, if they haven't if they haven't cancelled those, if they haven't reintroduced those by, um, well, when when does when does normally starts like late August, doesn't it? It does, not yeah. so scary. Yeah. Like if they haven't introduced it by then, um, which seems unlikely considering they're only opening in July, mid-July. So we're only talking like. like six weeks after that. And what are you going um, to be doing at that event? So character meets are cancelled, fireworks yeah. cancelled, parades cancelled, trick-or-treating. I mean, I mean that could, that, that? 
maybe that could go ahead. How are they going to do that socially distance though? Just throw it at you. Yeah. <laughs> they give everyone bigger bags so they, can, so they can just throw sweets at you. They're just going to line characters up the top of Main Street Station and just get them to just pour buckets. And... <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. If, if they cancel, if they, you know, if they get rid of the parade, they get rid of the show, they get rid of, you know, meet and greets. What, what is there for? left? Yeah, exactly. What are you paying for? So they may as well just cancel the event. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be going ahead, but yeah, I agree with you. There's no way I'd pay for a not so scary ticket with all of those things removed. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just not worth. I mean, it's expensive to begin with. Yeah. Um, like compared to the likes of Halloween Horror Nights, it is expensive. Um, but and uh, you know, yeah. and, and Halloween Horror Nights is going to be an interesting one as well because obviously, you know, they've got to do a lot of work to 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 set that up. Um, and you know, with with if so, if you're talking socially distancing, you know, are you going to be having as many scare actors? Um, particularly if, if we're talking about in the uh, scare zones, yeah, you know, they won't be able to come up like really close to you, like they would have done before. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see when and what they announce with that. Yeah, it's going to be have to be soon, I think. Yeah, it's going to be have to. It's going to have to be soon, isn't it? Because you think people, um, people might, you know, have held off on booking trips because of it. Yeah, you know, they want to know. They'll want to book any trips in advance. If yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking like, like Florida residents or or people nearby Florida, um, not necessarily the likes of us. Because obviously yeah. we've we've had ours booked months in advance. Yeah, exactly. No, it will be interesting. Um... Kind of bummed since my, uh, so it will be my future sister-in-law, I assume that's meant to be, first time ever. Really wanted it to be a full magical celebration for him and their engagement. Okay, it's not doesn't mean sister-in-law. Son-in-law. Uh, I've, I've lost which one, you look, which one you're looking at. Will be my future S-I-L's. Son-in-law. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> it's got to be son-in-law. Maybe. What was, what was the acronym? S-I-L. Yeah, I guess son-in-law. But then why would you not put daughter? Uh, I suppose because if it's his well, first cause it, Yeah, because it's not, it's not the person's... It's not Karen's daughter. It's Karen's daughter's just, husband. Just put what you mean. <laughs> I mean, does that Why really need to... this, Karen? Does, does that really need to be an acronym? Uh, who, who the hell acronyms son-in-law? Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it's eight letters. Oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> really wanted it to be a full magical celebration for him and their engagement. Surely there will be a different phase by September. We already have our flights. Wondering if we should change our dates now. But don't want to if things will be back to normal by September. Nothing is going to be back to normal by September, Karen. Yeah, I mean, that, it seems unlikely, doesn't uh, it? Considering, uh, as, we, uh, as we just said... Mid July, they're opening. Yeah, Unless I mean, September is six weeks away. Unless there's a magical cure. Yeah. No, it's not going to change. Yeah, unless it suddenly disappears, which is possible, but I think quite unlikely. Like, yeah, I mean, it's 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 possible in that like SARS disappeared. Yeah. Um, that's why it's possible, but nobody, you know, you don't know what's going to happen, do you? Like, you know, it's it's possible they won't find a vaccine. Yeah. Nobody knows at the moment. No. And another question, my daughter and future son-in-law have friends that were planning on joining us. They were actually paying the deposit today and now they can't. They already have their dinner reservations. If they can't book, will I be able to modify our, modify our vacation to add them? Help! Ah! 
So many questions and our thought process is all over the place at the moment. Can I, mean, I, can, help? I mean, I can tell you now that they don't have their booking, their dining, dining no, reservations they anymore. Don't. <laughs> I don't get why people bother commenting on Disney Parks blog. No one from Disney ever reads them or responds. No, I mean, I, I, like you can't even like, well, I don't, I don't know if you can even respond to a uh, comment on here, can you? Maybe they can, but I've never seen it. I, know, I mean, I used to see it back in the day, um, yeah. but I haven't seen it in years. I reckon they must have been just told, don't bother. I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? There's not a lot to gain. Like, if, if people have questions, um, if people... Let's <laughs> see one about Magical Express. Um, if people have questions about their booking, then they need to contact Disney. They don't, they don't, don't comment on a, on a Disney Parks blog and expect to get um, you know, information about your trip. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see if I can find another amusing one. And uh, da, 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 da. Uh, like so many, I'm very happy that uh, Walt Disney World is reopening in July. I'm not happy about the requirements, but I understand why Disney is putting them forth. Them forth. Our family will not visit the world for our scheduled vacation this year if the issues surrounding C-19 and subsequent requirements of face coverings, no character meet and greets, etc. are in place. And I, mean, I don't believe in the COVID-19. Did that person say, I understand why you need to wear masks, but I don't want to wear a mask? Basically, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a bit like if... I can understand people saying, I want to, I don't want to go. I want to, can't, you know, delay my trip because like character meets, are, are clo- uh, you know, they're not going to be on the parade shows, all that sort of stuff. Cause yes, that does, you're get you're getting a diluted experience, but to say I'm not going just because I don't want to wear a mask. Yeah. Is a bit extreme. Yeah. Um, and the reason behind our decision has to do with the thousands and thousands of dollars spent for this type of entertainment. The key word is entertainment. I'll spend money at Walt Disney World willingly for a top-notch experience, but I won't for something subpar. And because Walt Disney World is not a necessity, this could be a permanent decision if these requirements become a permanent part of Walt Disney World. My family will simply choose a vacation elsewhere, and that's okay. My purpose for posting here is to simply inform Disney that some Disney fanatics, and this Disney-loving family in particular, will not settle for less than the full Disney experience. When people are still sick and dying, when so many mom and pop businesses have been destroyed, when our country's economy has been ravaged, when our elders are sitting isolated and alone in nursing homes, a trip to Disney doesn't really seem that important anyway. Wow. Fair play. Fair play, yeah, yeah. Karen turned into a George. <laughs> he turned it around. He's, he's like, he, he uh, turned it around halfway through. I just... Chuckling there because I was scrolling down some of these posts and there's one literally by somebody called Karen. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I see it. Yeah. Uh, what? Oh, uh, unfortunately though, that is actually quite a good comment. So I can't. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately for Karen, it's not Karen enough. Uh, from the UK. Booked a holiday for August in Art of Animation back in back last November. Have a three-year-old who will not wear a mask. It is very dangerous in that heat for such a small child. And a one-year-old. Our whole two weeks was mainly planned to be for meet and greets, parades, fireworks, and playing in all the play splash areas around each park. 
with all of these things cancelled, I hope we can get a refund as this will not be a good Disney experience for people with small children. I think they, they'll, they'll refund you. Absolutely no problem, Karen, to be honest. Yeah, did she say she was from the UK? Yes. I mean, you probably won't be right. flying in August. No, yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, yeah, at the moment you can't even fly. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the moment, I, I don't know, maybe it only applies to certain people that you've booked with, but, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the big um, airlines are, you know, very accommodating and, and letting people rebook. Mm. Um, uh, so I think, um, I think they'll be fine. Um, I'm going to read maybe one more. This is a good one. I guess I will eat the cost of my tickets because I will not be wearing a mask outdoors. It's a shame that Disney is giving into, into ridiculousness. Let's just all use distancing, common sense and hand washing precautions. Come on. I'm pretty disappointed. Signed, former Disney fan. <laughs> I will not be wearing a mask outdoors. Ridiculous. Don't go then. They don't care. <laughs> and that's the thing, isn't it? At the moment, they don't really care because there'll be enough people that will want to go. Yes. Um, you know, there'll be enough people that will want to go to meet their um, their limited capacity. I, you know, I, I would not be surprised if they're if they're a maximum of their limited capacity every day. Um, yeah. yeah, every day, because there'll be enough people that will want to go and that will follow the rules. Um, unfortunately, there will be some Karens that will go and they and then they won't follow the rules so take their mask off and things like that um and i hope disney um clamp down on that yeah I, I i hope so you know there's a lot of people here actually that we didn't get to that um are talking about masks and not wanting to wear them you know nobody wants to wear them in that heat but it's the safest thing to do and if you don't like it the simple thing is you don't go yeah exactly like it's 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 designed it to protect everyone yeah, Disney will be there in two years' time, one year's one year time. Whenever this whole situation clears itself away from the world, Disney is still going to be there. If you want to wait because you don't want to wear a mask, that's your decision. Um, if you if you're outraged by that, then that's your problem. It's Disney's private property. Don't start talking about amendments and, uh, and your rights because it has nothing to do with Disney owning a bit of land in Orlando. Yeah, I mean that's the thing, isn't it? Like Disney, Disney is it's not. It's not Disney's exclusive, um, you know, choice for everyone to be wearing mark, masks. It's like, it's, the it's, yeah, CDC advice. It's not something that they've decided, you know, oh yeah, we're going to do this because we think it's a good idea. It's it's the advice that they've been given. Yeah. Um, and I think it's fair advice. Yeah, completely. So that is it for this week's um, Karen blog. I'm sure, I'm sure we're going to get a lot more of this in the coming uh the coming weeks and actually i think the next point i'm going to do is, is turn to facebook and some of the amazing facebook groups that exist out there because there are some crackers on there <laughs> some absolute crackers i can only uh, imagine yeah so thank you very much for listening do go and find us on our website themeparktrader.com and please do, if you haven't done so already, leave us a review on your podcast app. We do read them and we very much appreciate it. If you want to change your name to Karen for the review, feel free. Just make sure it's five stars. Thank you very much for listening and we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time. 
there's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>